Welcome, everyone, to the Economy Ninja Podcast. This is your host, Colin Norman. Thank you for tuning in for this next segment of my discussion with Dan Ilberger. In this segment, I'll talk about the Bitcoin market cap in terms of other asset market caps, and it will help explain what everybody's always wondering. How high can Bitcoin go, and how does that make any sense whatsoever? But again, nothing that I say is financial advice, and I am not a financial advisor. And if you like the content, then please hit that like button below and subscribe to the channel. Otherwise, on to the content. Uh, so we had talked about like market caps of, of cryptocurrencies relative to other things. So Bitcoin, yeah, it's like 360 or 80 uh, billion right now. Uh, and that's that's assuming that every Bitcoin out there is worth the twenty thousand plus dollars that it uh, it's currently uh, market value is, um, and that's not true. Not every Bitcoin was uh, was bought at that right. So the amount of money that actually has flowed into Bitcoin is substantially less. So then we think of the total wealth of the world. I like to think of the what the total wealth in the stock market reached just recently. This you know, this month, uh, it reached a hundred billion or a hundred trillion dollars. Just the value in stock markets around the world—that's an insanely huge number. Uh, it's also insane that uh, that Amazon and Apple each make up over a percent of that. But uh, <laughs> if yeah. you took just Half of percent, because this is kind of like portfolio diversification uh, aspect. And this is just stock market that we're talking about. Like when you look back at what happened in March, the total value of all the stock markets in the world cratered and was down in the $60 trillion area. And it has added $40 trillion because, you know, stocks seem like a great idea when there have been consistent looming lockdowns and economic, uh, you know, suppression of economic activities worldwide. I'm sure it still makes sense that stocks added uh, $40 trillion. It's insane. So if you had at this point in time where valuations of many stocks are the highest that they've, you know, ever been uh, for a lot, you know, to compared to individual countries, gross domestic product, like in the United States, and people are like, "What else do we have to diversify?" You know, bonds bonds are yielding near zero, lower and lower percentage yields, and or are negative yielding, uh, like some bonds in other countries. You have like seventeen trillion dollars of negative yielding bonds, which is insane to think of as well. So you have something that's yielding a negative percentage over time. Uh, you have stock market valuations that are at record levels. Uh, you have debt that's at record levels. And if you were to get just a tiny percentage diversification into cryptocurrency, because it's this fair, you know, Bitcoin being like we had said, this fair decentralized monetary system that more and more people are appreciating when the world has unrestricted uh debasement of fiat currencies all at the same time, then half a percent of 100 trillion is 500 billion, which raises Bitcoin's market cap uh, 
you know, almost two times from what it is. So it takes, you know, takes Bitcoin almost to a trillion dollars, which would be almost to uh, you know, $50,000 per Bitcoin, which is, you know, or something around that. So like a, it's insane appreciation based off of that tiny scaling effect, just absolutely insane. So like, that's why when people put out ridiculous projections for what Bitcoin could get to, that's why the, they're not as far-fetched as they look, like seeing a 100K Bitcoin or a 250K Bitcoin or a 500K Bitcoin. That's small, single-digit, trillion-dollar market caps for Bitcoin. Uh, when gold is $9 trillion, if it were to go rival the place of what gold is, uh, then Bitcoin becomes a half a million dollar per Bitcoin valuation. It's, it's insane how quickly it, it gets to that point. And that's just considering what value is currently locked in the world's uh, system right now. Now, if every country continues to add, you know, have growth of gross domestic product, which they likely will if central banks continue to provide deb debasement of their currencies, you know, creating more currency, allowing more into the economy, and then more fiscal measures by central governments to spend that money to help further stimulate the economy, even in the short run. If you can get back to GDP growth, a lot of that is coming from created money, creation, you know, additional money uh, expanding in the monetary basis of these different currencies. So you just have more money. It, it's not far-fetched for Bitcoin, when it, you know, both looks like this, you know, more safe uh, because of its scarcity and level playing field uh, type of monetary system, uh, its valuation continues to explode just because the amount of, you know, in terms of fiat dollars, because there's just more fiat currency being created. And this is like the story of the decade. It's going to continue to be that case, which is exactly why gold is going to do quite well and stock Stocks, all the equity markets will also do well just because mm -hmm. there's going to be so much spending and stimulation from central governments and central banks because there's no other alternative. Your other alternative is to go the austerity route, and that is great depression material. There's no reason for that when you can instead inflate away you know, your, your debt-burdened society position. You know, there's mm -hmm. so much debt, you might you can either default on it, so everybody loses, the value of everything comes down and it becomes extremely painful, or you just tax everybody through endless inflation and and like people are usually less angry about that because it doesn't cause the entire system to come crashing down. Both are bad scenarios, but we don't have many we don't have many choices. We have quite literally those two choices. And right now we're kind of like sitting not doing either of those because there is the third possibility and that's that's everything recovers the economies just boom all on their own and we grow without growing our debt or without creating inflation from central government uh, and central bank monetary uh, creation but like that's unlikely <laughs> <laughs> that's all for this segment if you're enjoying the content hit that like button subscribe to the channel and we hope to see you in the next segment. Have a good day.